Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, episode 27 of the Get Around Podcast. I am your host, Brendan Queeley, in the studio with me, of course, every week, Jimmy James Cook, Barry Arturo Summers. I wonder when they're going to get tired of it or if they're already tired of it. I can only imagine that they're over there like, he doesn't have a nickname. Oh, but you do. I I just haven't said it on the podcast yet. Go ahead. No, no, that's okay. I mean, can, I have we several... We just run over to Double Wide and ask uh, Scotty. Yeah. Okay. So, yes, inappropriate for the for the podcast, yes, but here I'll, you know, my last name is Queeley. I'll, I'll leave it up to the listeners' imagination, our audible viewers, of course. But, I mean, outside of this, outside of the podcast studio, I'm pretty much all nicknames. Bobo, Bebop, Boner, which... You was. talked about once before. Did I talk about that? You did. Mm-hmm. Oh, at that's le- right. That was like first episode. At length. That was at length. Oh, James coming in strong. So welcome into episode 27 of the Get Around Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. This week, unfortunately, we are guestless. We are sans guest uh, for the first time in, in, in quite a while. Uh, we had invited a couple of players on, but uh, they're still playing basketball, and they are laser-focused on that, and I think that's probably a wise choice instead of being distracted by three knuckleheads or at least one knucklehead and two professionals. I, I don't blame them. Oh, God, I don't Especially blame them Especially the either. fact that they play the day after we record this. Yeah. You know, if, they, if it was a couple days yet, maybe... Hopefully we'll have some athletes on next week uh, sporting a uh, state championship medal. That would be uh, that'd be pretty exciting for us. they got to bring the trophy in and set it right on the middle of our table. Set it on the middle of the table. Let us take photos with it. Uh, unfortunately, it's not Stanley Cup-esque, so we can't drink out of it. Maybe we could... MHSAA needs to get on that. We could all give it like a smooch. We could give it a, a, a three-way kiss. Brett, it's okay to laugh. Like, it's fine. I'm funny, so you can you can laugh You're funny out loud. Sometimes you don't have to hold it in, because you guys laughing makes it sound less like I'm an idiot who's simply just talking to myself <laughs> to just to hear myself talk, and uh, it's it's usually appreciated. I do that intentionally sometimes. <laughs> it's like maybe maybe if I stop laughing, he'll stop talking. And simply move on, more or less. That, that's kind of the way I am. I'm like, I don't want to. I don't say want to encourage him. Yeah, I don't. Then, I don't want to give him the. I don't like want to give him the, the when validation. They're laughing <laughs> constantly. It's, it's 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 positive reinforcement. That's how I train my dogs. Positive reinforcement. You guys, on the other hand, either negative reinforcement or zero reinforcement at all, which is fine. It's not like I need the support. Clearly, the negative doesn't work. Oh man, nothing works on me. So I no positive either. <laughs> Nothing. I uh, am just dead inside. And <laughs> this is matter. all of all of this. What you hear is simply a facade, so or a facade, if you will. Irregardless of how that uh, word is pronounced, we do have a good show for you this week. Despite the fact that we do not have a guest or guests, uh, we are having the inaugural get around. Spelling Bee this week, and we are doing so because yesterday, I'm not sure if you, or I should say Sunday, uh, I'm not sure if some of you out there are aware, but we had our regional Spelling Bee Championship, and congratulations to Forest Area's Autumn Reeves on being the one here out of 
uh, Michigan heading to Washington, D.C. to participate in the Scripps Howard National Spelling Bee on May 29th. And I know myself, I will be glued to the television watching that. And What word did she spell to win the regional? Do you know? Uh, I do have it written down somewhere. Okay, yeah, I will give it to you guys. Hemerocallus. Either one of you want to try that? I was close. That sounds like two words to me, but... <laughs> Hemerocallus. Anybody want to throw that one out there? It's uh, it has to do with flowers. If that helps you at all. No, doesn't help at all. Okay, great. So never heard that word. Hemerocallus is spelled H-E-M-E-R-O-C-A-L-L-I-S. That I I had the whole thing until the double L. No, I had the double. But I was going to go O-U-S to yep, end it. Yep, that's what I did. No, I would have the whole thing right out. to the end. Yeah. Other, other than that, kind of <clears throat> Glad but, I didn't try. So I'm kind of upset that I did not go to the Spelling Bee, which was at the Help the State Theater on Sunday, I mean, considering how much I love it. I mean, I live-tweeted the Spelling Bee last year. I'm trying to spell some of the words along with uh, the spellers, and uh, I got, I think, like 5 out of 500, which is pretty terrible. But still a lot of fun, and uh, well, I'm look like I said, I'm looking forward to that being the moderator. I've got my bell ready to go. So whenever, Crisp. so whenever one of either James or Brett gets uh, the word wrong, they will hear that sound. But we'll get Where to that. What do we get to hear if we're right? Nothing. Where's the, the, the positive the reinforcement? reinforcement? Look at me. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Listeners, you'll be uh, you're in for a treat. Oh yes, you are. One of the finest songs that will be stuck in your head for days to come. Sadly. <laughs> have, you, have you heard it, James? It stuck in yeah, I, I, yes. gave, I gave James gave a, little a little taste of preview. it. Yes. Yeah. It uh, sounds like teenage Sum 41. Well, not, I mean, Sum 41, they were teenagers when they, when yeah, they early, started. Like 12 year old Sum 41, maybe. Yeah, like elementary school. Some 41. Uh, aside from the spelling bee, as always, we have our athlete of the week. We've got three that we will put up for nomination this week, uh, including one who's already in, and I think he's been nominated a couple of times already. Maybe I'll switch. Then we will have uh, round three is complete, round to round four of Sports Movie Madness. We will go over the matchups for the Elite Eight. We are getting down to the, the nitty-gritty of the teams, uh, I should say, of the movies that are left. But of course, before we get into all of that, why don't we check the heartbeat of the sports world and get into the pulse. Uh, So why don't we get started with uh, everything that's coming up this week. We'll actually get started with uh, Class A boys basketball regionals and TC West. Unfortunately, they once again fell short in the regional championship game. After beating Mount Pleasant 70-62, they fell to Flint Carmen Ainsworth 61-38. James... You were present at that game. Were you surprised at how Flint was able, or Carmen Ainsworth was able to handle business against the Titans? 61 to 38, that's not even close. It, it, it was kind of reminiscent of the, the regional final the year before when they played Saginaw, in which they just had a team that had overall way more height all around and athleticism all around. Um, you know, I mean, West has made a living with kind of a, a three player. You know, scoring threats. Um, and they then, could just grow a couple of taller kids over there. I know. I mean, because after <laughs> Hayes, you don't have a whole lot of height on that team. Um, 
so I mean that really hurt him. I mean, uh, Carmen Ainsworth had just a bunch of six four, six five kids. Oh, who was the guy that you texted us? It was who makes his living lifting burning cars off of like <laughs> uh, off of children, something like that. That was their center, uh, Michael Fletcher. Yeah, he's six seven, uh, built just, like a brick shit house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's uh, a brick shit house. <laughs> Or as I said one time when I was drunk in college, a, a shit brick house. <laughs> like, That's, that doesn't never, have the same uh, like, positive connotation, I don't like, think. Like, is, is, the, is the mortar between the bricks Is that what it is? It could hold things together, right? Yeah, you know, it was... It's a little sticky, but not cement sticky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it all depends on the consistency of it, like what, what you've been... what your diet's been like lately. And, it, I mean... No, to be fair, there were some uh, back in the day before we have the uh, buildings that we have now. Dung was used as uh, as material for for building huts. So doing some mud. I mean, this is I I can't believe that we haven't broached this subject before <laughs> on the podcast. But I feel like maybe we should get back to boys basketball instead yeah. of talking about brick houses. So, so Michael Fletcher, I mean, uh, has like his coach told me he has over thirty Division One college offers already in football. He's a defensive end in football, at six foot seven and I don't know, probably two seventy five, or something like that. I mean, he just looked like a man among boys almost out there. Even with Ryan Hayes out on the court, who, who you know did okay, but this guy just once West came out of their zone, which is what kept him in the game in the first half. Um, that and, and Miguel's Barrientos. Uh, in the in the first half, had had a nice nice game there, and then in the second half, uh, Carmen Ainsworth really concentrated their defense on stopping Barrientos, and kind of took him out of the the equation. And then once West got down by, you know, eight ten points, and you're going into the fourth quarter, you can't play zone anymore, and they kind of had to come out of the zone. And then it was just a dunk fest in the fourth quarter. So that'll bring that that wraps up their season fifteen and eight. They had a bit of a down regular season, but. Again, they made a strong run in in the postseason. They lose fifth straight district title. Fifth straight district title. Mm-hmm. Second straight regional championship game. Farthest they've ever gotten. And you you look at their roster. We talked about how they're pretty much just a, a three headed uh, scoring monster, I guess you could say, or scoring option. And that was Hayes, uh, Barrientos, and Brady Storkel. They lose Hayes and Storkel. Uh, they're both seniors. They lose them, but they have Barrientos coming back. After that, the the roster seems a little bit thin, but they had a very successful JV team this year. I think their JV team finished fifteen and two, or, or uh, a record close to that. I still anticipate Miggy's going to shoot a lot next year. You think? <laughs> <laughs> Since he's going to be their scoring option, I would imagine that yeah, he's going to be the guy. But uh, a talented JV team does that always translate to success at the varsity level? Not necessarily, but I was, when I was talking to Jason Carmine at the game about about this, you know, about next year and everything. He said that he thought that Parker knew, especially from the from the JV team, was going to be somebody who would step in and 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 play pretty well and give them another option. I think they're going to miss Ryan. Oh a yeah, lot. no doubt. I think any team across the state of Michigan would miss Ryan Hayes. I think it'd be I think it'll be pretty fun though to watch a team where Miggy just can shoot the ball. Is option one A and one B? Yeah. 
Well, speaking of the letter B, brought to you this episode, brought to you by the letter B. Uh, class B, we have Boyne City, another B right there. They uh, beats uh, state the last year. Another B and beats. How about that? Yeah, <laughs> and you're wearing Dre beats. <laughs> so we're we're wearing imitation Dre beats as our headphones. Uh, but they beat uh, Boyne City. The Ramblers beat state runner-up Ludington, fifty-five to forty-four. Of course, state runner-up last year. Uh, and then they beat Standish Sterling Central in the regional title game, and they'll be playing Grand Rapids Catholic Central, uh, sitting at 22 and two, at 7 p.m. on Tuesday at Big Rapids. Uh, are we expecting the Boyne City to to keep going in this and, and making kind of a I'd say a surprising run? You know, it's a little hard to say. It you know we have to admit to the fact that Boyne City kind of outstretches our reach a bit at times, um, and so we. I mean, we probably saw them more during the football season than we've seen them so far uh, during basketball. Definitely. But, uh, you know, based based on the teams that they've beaten thus far, uh, I mean, they've been quality teams. And I think the thing that stands out when you kind of look over those results is they're getting contributions from a lot of different guys. Um, I think Mason Gardner is uh, Boyne's option 1A. Um, but there's been, I think, four or five others who have scored double figures during this, this five-game winning streak through the playoffs. So, you know, if you, if you have that kind of teamwork going and, and they can continue to hit shots, then, I mean, I think they have uh, a solid chance to move on to the semifinal round. Um, I don't know anything about the, the Grand Rapids team uh, other than the fact that when the final boys poll came out, there were 22 teams that received votes, and they were not one of them. So perhaps a little bit of a surprise there as well. And they were Class C last year. They moved up to Class B this year. Is that they correct? did. So that's, I mean, that's extra impressive. Yeah. 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 The first regional title in Class B in school history. The two teams that are probably drawing the most interest in our coverage area are Glen Lake and Buckley. Glen Lake taken down McBain for the second time this season, a strong McBain team uh, showing that... Didn't look strong against Glen Lake, I'll tell you that much. But so Glen Lake beat McBain. They beat Whitmore Prescott 75-46. to 46. I mean, and McBain 66-32. to 32. None of these were close. Is Glen Lake hitting its peak right now? Are they playing their absolute best basketball? I think they absolutely are peaking right now. I mean, obviously, we'll find out Tuesday if that continues. Um, against a 23 and one Iron Mountain team, but you know I, I saw Glen Lake play Buckley and lose both of those games during the regular season. It, it felt kind of like they were hunting their shots rather than uh, running through the offense and there allowing was, them to come naturally. Yeah, and, th- and there were stretches where Buckley, I mean, they were kind of scoring at will at times, and I've seen Glen Lake uh, play each one of its postseason games. Um, to this point, and all of those things are different. Their defense is absolutely locked in, and I don't think you have to look any further than the teams that they've beaten and the scoring totals that they've held them to. You know, teams like Manton, St. Francis, and McBain, uh, you know, holding all those conference champs to under 33 points, and offensively, everybody is hitting their shots, and they're moving the ball. It's almost gotten to the point where it's religious for them i mean if if they don't have an open shot they pass until they find an open shot and i mean i i kind of asked okerland after that that regional final game because i actually think whittemore prescott was probably the least talented whittemore prescott sorry 
I think it was probably the the least talented team that they've played to this point in the season. Uh, but that said, Hazleton and Okerlund were on fire, and I, I asked Xander, I said, I mean, can anybody beat you guys if you and Reese are shooting like that? And he pretty much said, no, I don't think so. And uh, if they're shooting like that, I don't really think anybody can beat them either. What's the, the bigger surprise to you, the fact that uh, Sutton's Bay beat Frankfurt or that Glen Lake beat McBain that easily? Because when I told people what the score was of the McBain game, everybody just was like almost not believing it, kind of like the Sutton's Bay-Frankfurt outcome. I still think the Sutton's Bay district victory over Frankfurt is more surprising, despite how badly the Panthers uh, beat the Norsemen during the regular season. Um, Glen Lake went into McBain in the regular season and beat them on their home floor by 13, and then they got them on a neutral site and just kept doing a little bit more of the same. And uh, so I, I don't think that was... Uh, I don't think it was a shock to win. I mean, yes, maybe a little surprising to win by 30-plus. But, I mean, when they got rolling the way they were rolling, McBain couldn't do anything. Nobody nobody who saw uh, that game would have ever believed McBain could be ranked number one at any point during the season if w- without prior knowledge. It was that uh, stark of a difference between the two. So, Glen Lake, they've got... Uh, as you said, Iron Mountain, they've got the Mountaineers. 23-1, 7 p.m. at Petoskey on Tuesday, or actually it would be today, if the, the day that this podcast comes out. Glen Lake has a real shot at getting to the Breslin. What are we expecting from this game? I think I'm still expecting it to be uh, a good game, even though I don't know a lot about Iron Mountain. I mean, you you don't go 23 and 1 i don't think against any schedule uh without having some talent um you know it's been a little bit of a break now since the regional final which was last wednesday already so you've almost got a whole week between games you know for the hot team which obviously is glen lake do you you lose a little bit of that touch um you know with the with the long long break uh is is maybe a question and maybe a reason the game stays close but uh I mean, just from what I've seen through four games, and I know how tested they were going through the Northwest Conference with the likes of Buckley and, and Frankfurt, uh, the Panthers' loss notwithstanding, I I do feel like Glen Lake should be the favorite in this game. I would think so, too. Um, Iron Mountain's a little bit similar to Powers North Central, but not that level, I think. And that's the team who beat Buckley in the finals last year. But uh, they have a, a pretty young starting lineup, um, a freshman, two sophomores, two juniors. No seniors in the starting lineup, uh, but those juniors and sophomores have all started like forty-eight games on varsity apiece. So they've been they've been there. For so a they're while. not playing like youngsters, that's for sure. Yeah, they they I mean they're young, but they've they've got experience. Uh, but you know, I, a lot of those Glen Lake players are same same way. A team that made it to the Breslin Center last year is the Buckley Bears, and they're sitting at nineteen and five. Starting the the postseason, flipping that switch, which is what head coach Blair Moss had not only wanted them to do. I don't know if he predicted it. He every time that I talked to him, he said that he, he was, was hoping for it. He was uh, <laughs> hoping for it, but he was also worried throughout the season that the, his team wasn't hungry enough. They they certainly seem like their their ribs are showing through their through their stomach right now. They seem that hungry going out there every single game and, and taking care of business. They beat Muskegon Heights Academy seventy to forty eight in the regional semifinal. And then that was Mount after Pleasant, a close first half. 
And then uh, Mount Pleasant Sacred Heart, 66-44, to and that was after an 11-point first quarter for Buckley. And then they decided that uh, maybe we should start scoring a little bit, and, and they turned on the offense there. They're going to play number three, uh, or third-ranked Hillman, which is 24-0. and That's uh, 7 o'clock at Gaylord. The, the site was changed. I believe they were supposed to be playing at TC West, and they'll be playing at Gaylord instead. Buckley does seem like the team that they were last year that was making this run. Uh, I had said all season that the times that I had seen them, they were losses and that they looked completely different. They looked they, they were tired. Uh, they looked frustrated. They looked almost like they were pointing fingers at, at other players during those losses. And that, can, that makes sense. When you're losing, you're not happy, obviously. So you are looking for, uh, for someone else. But the selfish play is gone. Uh, the belief in each other is there, and you saw, or at least I saw, that against Sacred Heart when uh, Joey Weber uh, was the man to go to, and the you know your two offensive weapons in, in Denver Cade and Austin Harris were like, all right, let's let's feed Weber the ball, let's let's get him going, and, and he was he was the man uh, in that game despite dealing with a lot of foul trouble, uh, finished with uh, 26 points. They had him with six rebounds. I had him with six rebounds in the first quarter, including three <laughs> offensive. So I don't know who was keeping the Those stats. Those ancillary stats are tough to tough to take, especially in the playoffs when you're so hyper-focused on the game and getting excited because you're part of that team. And that's what uh, Caleb Moss said. He's the one that's usually in charge of it. He I because he's he he said uh, he showed me it the the iPad and it said that he only had that Weber had six rebounds. I was like. Dude, he had six in the first, and I know he had foul trouble, but and then he kind of said, he's like, yeah, but I was jumping up and down, and uh, you know, I was into the game and very excited, so yeah, those those might be a little bit different. So uh, Weber, I'm uh, I'm gonna assume had more than six at the very least. He had seven rebounds, but he did really have himself a nice game. Uh, one stretch where he he hit a, a three from the wing, and then just a beautiful spin move. You know, deked out. Uh, the defender who went up in the air, he managed to spin around him, go up and just put it in, in an easy layup. And I was like, all right, this is the spark that Buckley needs right now. I'm curious from from your perspective, having seen both sides of these Bears this year and even going and going back to last year, do you think it's more a case of the Bears relying on Joey Weber more or has Joey find, you know, kind of found his game and elevated his way, you know, to the level that everybody saw Denver Cade and Austin Harris last year. Joey Weber was impressive last year. Well, I, I know, mean, he, I know he was. He was. I'm not saying he wasn't, but I mean, the other two still got a little bit more. And it it has been Weber in the games that I've seen. Even in the losses, he's been the one trying to keep them in the game. Uh, and and one of their games against Glen Lake, uh, the at Glen Lake game that I covered, it absolutely was was Weber as well. And that's kind of why I asked because I feel like as good of a season as he had last year and how talented we already knew he was, it seems like to me he's at a new level. I'm wondering if you see it that way too. You know, using those the uh, the canine cliches, I feel like. Joey Weber has blossomed from a bulldog as a junior into a pit bull this year. Uh, a fearless player who really goes at you and drives the lane, can can hit from the outside when uh, when it's open uh, and when he just he, when he was feeling it and he was feeling it that game. He had four fouls, but he still finished with 
uh, 26 points, he was relegated to the bench for a good portion of the third and the fourth quarter until he came out, but, uh, you know, got back into the game. But Blair Moss, he, he said that Joey was the guy, and they've been having different guys step up every single game. Uh, either it's uh, Denver doing work, Austin scoring 28 points and, and hitting eight threes, uh, and, and then Joey, and you can always rely on uh, Ridge to give you great defense, and you can rely on Brock to give you a, a, a nice uh, injection of uh, momentum and, and can hit a big shot. Tyler Francisco coming off the bench, huge. He's been hitting shots, and not only that, but he hasn't been afraid to shoot. Um, you look at the the options that Buckley has, and you you think it's you know those uh, the, the two guys and Weber. Um, but Francisco's able to hit some threes out of the corner that really pumps up the team. And Nick Kuhn has, uh, he's playing with a, a confidence that I didn't see last year. He's playing like he knows he belongs on the floor, and I didn't exactly see that last year. And I think that's really big for them to have, to have him come in and, and spell one of the smaller guys on that team. And I can't say smaller because none of them are small, <laughs> but smaller than Nick Kuhn. Uh, and having him in there and, again, not being afraid to be the one that takes the shot. They aren't, they're, they're, they're not playing afraid right now. I think, you know, we talked at the beginning of the season, you know, where did we think Buckley stood uh, as far as the ability to get back to Breslin? And we all looked at each other and, and said that depth would be an issue. And I'm not saying that depth can't still be an issue because, uh, yeah, that starting five is so great, but I think that the bench is better than what we were expecting by a long shot. Those two players, Kuhn and Francisco, make a huge difference. Yeah, the interesting thing about this matchup to me, you mentioned how hungry the Bears seem to be. I have to imagine that Hillman's hunger is very near that same level because this is a team that won 24 games last year and lost in the quarterfinals to Powers North Central, who went, and not by a wide margin, it was a fairly competitive game, and and Powers North Central went on to win the state championship over Buckley, uh, and this year they're 24-0 and undefeated, still have not been to the Breslin Center, whereas Buckley had, so if, uh, you know, if Buckley's ribs are showing, I feel like Hillman's have to be as well. Well, it's a possibility that we could have three teams at the Breslin Center come Thursday and Saturday if we have some playing in the championship game. Uh, I, I think that all three have a legit shot to do it with the way that Glen Lake is playing. If the break uh, didn't hurt them and they come out and they, they continue to play as hot as they have been, the same goes for Buckley, and uh, you have Boyne on a historic run this season, uh, it, it's going to be a lot of fu- uh, fun to see over this, over this week. I quickly want to move over to the girls, talk about them. Uh, we had two teams make it to Kelvin College, uh, Kingsley and Glen Lake. Kingsley beat Muskegon Oak Ridge in the quarterfinals to make it to Kelvin College. They ended up losing to the eventual state champion in Detroit Country Day. That was a 70-54 to game. Brett, you were at that one, correct? I and, was. Uh, I read your column saying that those teams play 10 times. Uh, maybe they split. Maybe it's 6-4. Yeah, I mean, what I have no doubt of is if they play 10 games, Kingsley's going to win a few of those. You know, where between, you know, three and six, something, you know, I I don't know. But 
as ugly as the score got at one point, I never felt like the Stags were out of their league. Now, don't get me wrong, Country Day had a pair of phenomenal guards, uh, prim- primarily Kayla Webb, uh, who I think is um, Division One player headed to Providence, I think. And uh, boy, she was fun to watch. I think she finished with 15 points, 8 assists, and only one turnover uh, running the show. And, and we know how good Kingsley is at forcing turnovers. Um, but it just it was it was one of those games where so many things that you normally do well it was just the wrong day to not do those things well and uh JC King and Jalen Brumfield you know arguably Kingsley's two best playmakers uh had both had three fouls within the first 2 minutes of the of the second quarter and Brumfield only played 12 minutes of 32 in the entire game, and she still led the Stags in scoring with 14 points. Uh, I think King finished with three points, of one basket, and a free throw. You know, they, they were anemic from the three-point line, which also isn't usually the case. But I think if those two players are on the floor, even if they're still anemic from the three-point line, I think it was a game. They lose Brumfield, but they have King next year. They, they lose Jalen Brumfield, Becca Crosby, and Kelsey Byes, who, James, you have mentioned several times as one of the best. Uh, Coach Shellick called her the Kelsinator at the podium after the loss on Friday. The Kelsinator. Yes. It would have been nice if uh, we would have known that. We've got another nickname coming up when we talk about Glen Lake. I'm excited to bring that one up. Um, it, was in, it was in the, 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 uh, the regional was the quarterfinal game. Quarterfinal game, yeah. He said Kelsinator that after that one too, and J.C. King did refer to her to that as well. So there was two quotes in that story where people referred to her as the Kelsinator. So King comes back, Brittany Bowman comes back. Uh, is this a is this a Kingsley team that has enough to to make another run next year? I think so, definitely. Uh, you know, Bowman and King are two players that you can that you can really build around. They've got uh, Marie Pearson will probably move into the starting lineup. She, you know, she gives them a, a somebody who really knows how to operate in the post. Um, they, they had a really good junior varsity team as well. Like 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 we talk about TC West. Um, you know, I mean, they had Austin Deweese on the junior varsity team, who's six foot two, and and tall. And and in the few minutes I've seen her play, and when they brought her up in the playoffs. Uh, looks like somebody who knows what she's doing in the post and, and will be a factor there on the varsity team as well for a couple of more years. So I, I think that they're going to be a team that will still hang around. I'm not willing to say definitely as far as reaching a semifinal. Um, you know, I think they're still probably the class of the Northwest Conference. But that, I mean, that Class B uh, postseason is a tough row to hoe. And, uh, you know, until I think they reconvene next year, and you kind of see how those pieces are going to reconfigure, that's when I have to wait until I can say, you know, with confidence that they'll get back to the level that they are now. They'll no doubt be uh, a talented team. They're just, they, they are losing some very good players who definitely, uh, definitely led the way. Our other team that fell in the state semis was Glen Lake. We had Glen Lake's Ali Bonzelet on last week, and I had thought that her last name was French. Apparently she's German, and uh, but I I did like Brett. The story that you told me is that uh, what her grandpa came up to her and said that uh, dubbed her with a new nickname. Yeah, her uh, well, her dad came up to me at the quarterfinal uh, after they beat Saint Ignace uh, in Gaylord, and you know they were they were playing the podcast on the way up to the game. I think you know their their grandfather being very proud of their family heritage was gnashing his teeth a little bit over the fact that she 
uh, agreed with you that her her last name was French. So I should have uh, I should have gave her the old ding on that one. But that was my fault for assuming. We all know uh, the the old adage. She for apparently assuming. was a little bit nervous in the interview and and decided that she was just gonna not agree her with anything and, that I said. Agree with what you said, but uh, it. it it may have spawned. Your, your last name is a clearly Klingon. That's that must be that must be correct. <laughs> it uh, it may have spawned a nickname. Apparently, her grandfather was uh, calling her Frenchie. So uh, I don't know if that's gonna stick. Maybe it's just a family nickname. Maybe her teammates know about it. Maybe they didn't until right now. Ali, it's it's too bad that you are you know you finished up your career at Glen Lake because we certainly would have referred to you as Frenchie all of next season if you were still playing. Brendan is the uh, the king of giving people nicknames they don't want. <laughs> <laughs> I did not give her Frenchie. That was uh, that I indirectly I, in, indirectly yes a byproduct of my mistake last week thinking that it would you know Bonzalet was French thinking Bonzalet but what the Again, what the hell do I know? Very little, uh, I guess, at this point. But uh, Glen Lake, they beat St. Ignace 60-56 to and then lost to Ypsilanti Arbor Prep in a palindromic score, 53-35. to I was trying to think of that uh, the other week when Buckley was up 62-26, to and I could not remember the word palindrome. I was like, homonym? It's not homonym. I know that. Uh, a tough loss for Glen Lake when we talked to Allie last week. I thought they had a real shot at winning a state title, but James, you were at that game. You saw that, and you also saw the other semifinal, and the, the eventual champ there you said was going to win whether it was Glen Lake or Ypsilanti Arbor Prep, no matter what. It, it, it seemed like it. Uh, I mean, D- Detroit Edison was just a, a powerhouse. I mean, uh, I think it's pronounced Rickea. I don't know. It's R-E-C-K-E-A. Is Rickea Jackson is their star player, and... Man, she just looks effortless out there. Sorry to interrupt here, but they didn't win, did they? Edison? N- no, it's... Oh, oh, okay, I misunderstood yeah, Edison Brendan's... Beat, Edison, Edison, so Edison beat Edison. So you had told him that Edison was going to win no matter who played. Right. I thought so, yeah. Okay, I misunderstood heard. and or heard, yes, and, and thought you were saying the winner of Glen Lake, Ypsilanti Arbor Prep was going to win, so I just wanted to make sure we were... Clear, yeah. All right. Yeah, I mean, Ed, yeah, Edison was really impressive. Uh, obviously, Ypsilanti, Arbor Prep also as well. I mean, two years ago, they were the team that, that beat TC St. Francis when they got to the finals. You know, Glen Lake put up a pretty good fight, though. I mean, uh, they were down, what, four points with just a couple minutes to go in the first half after, you know, battling some, some troubles early on and, and adjusting to a team that played a, a kind of a different style than that I think they've seen all season. Um, I mean, they had three sisters on the team that are 5'9", 5'11", and 6' tall with long wingspans, and they put those three at the top of the zone. And, uh, and I don't know that, that Glen Lake had ever really seen anything like that, and they were just having problems getting passes through. They couldn't get three-pointers off. You know, uh, Peplinski and, and Bonzalet, you know, struggled in the game. And, uh, you know, Glen Lake was just having troubles, but... But they were able to get the ball into Jennifer Lacrosse, and she was what kept them in in the first half. I think she had ten points in the first half. Till she took an elbow. Till she took an elbow to the to the nose and uh, broke her nose, and then missed the entire second half. But uh, she had two or three three point plays, you know, the old fashioned three point plays, and uh, and kind of kept them in the game. But then when they didn't have that in the second half, uh, they really just started falling behind. Plenty of good uh, basketball action that we have seen this season. Uh, I know that I have kind of been blessed since I started this job to 
in every single sport see a lot of uh, competitive teams make deep runs, and I know that hasn't always been the case up here in northern Michigan. Uh, I, I guess it I pretty much started with me getting here. Yeah, we'll we will give we will give credit to to Brett. Well, I know you were gonna try. Yeah, I was. I was, you, you I was absolutely try. not. I was just saying. Hey, and the fact of the matter is, I'm leaving sports, so we'll see what happens. If if we see a downtick next year, uh, clearly, 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 we'll have plenty to talk about next week on the Pulse. But let us move away from the Pulse right now and onto the. First annual, and I guess you can't even say first annual. I know that's that's not. You have to say inaugural. Maybe we'll make this an annual thing. I don't know. But the inaugural get around spelling bee. Irregardless, it will be the first annual. Irregardless. Before we get started, I gotta grab my bell here. Very excited. This is really the only reason that I want to do this is so I can ring this bell. I'm hoping that. Uh, you guys are, are uh, you know, you're what hoping I mean? we're terrible at this. <laughs> I, I kind of, which, I mean, as far as our jobs go, our job is to know and how to spell names. Thank God there are rosters, although oftentimes we can't necessarily rely on them uh, because there are times that they will be the unfortunate able, typo. Yes, and it seems to happen a lot actually because Charlevoix's Olivia Jekyll was referred to as Olvia, and I'm pretty sure that's not her name. Perhaps she's not from America. Was that your attempt at a foreign accent no. there at the end? It almost no, it was not. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't call it an attempt. <laughs> there was no attempt there. All right. Well, let's get this started. Uh, rules here, real quick. One, you cannot use a pen. You cannot write these down. So you have to use them. You can, yeah, you can write with your finger if you'd like, but you cannot physically write them down. Right. You can ask me for uh, school of origin, if you will. <laughs> uh, school of origin and your analysis on that particular player. Yeah. Okay. And, you can break them down. Uh, you can ask me to use it in a sentence, but uh, that probably won't go very well. Probably not. So I, I mean, for us, it'll go fine. For the person you're putting in a sentence, probably not very well. School of origin, uh, you can ask me sport, unless it's a multi-sport athlete. Uh, and once you start, you cannot change the letters that you have already said. These are rules, okay, within the Scripps-Howard National Spelling Bee. So once you start a name, you have to continue with those letters, even if you're like, uh, I'm wrong. So I'm sorry. Now do you ding as soon as we hit a wrong letter, or do you nope. let us finish and I, then... I let you finish, and then I will I will correctly spell the name. So quickly, guys, I want you to Rochambeau, just bet the first one. Rochambeau for who goes first or who goes second. All right, give me the old rock, paper, scissors, boys. <laughs> rock, paper, scissors is totally different from Rochambeau. No, Rochambeau is rock, paper, scissors. I didn't know what that was. Do, do we need to look this up? Rochambeau... Rock paper scissors. Okay, we're gonna we're we're taking a quick break here, and I'm I'm looking this up on my phone. I'm gonna okay Google this. I actually thought that you had found a player in our coverage area with the last name Rochambeau, and I was like, <laughs> and my phone picked up all of that as I tried. Rock to, paper scissors still yep. the top result. Rock paper scissors. Rochambeau. Look at you introducing new things to my lexicon. And I will, I will mark as Best the, of three or one? Uh, just one. I and it's rock, paper, scissors, and you go on shoot. You don't go on scissors. So it's one, two, three. Yes, and then you go. You go. All right, let's, let's do this. We don't, we, okay. we are already right. at 1,500. Rock, 
paper, scissors. You did you it said wrong. One, you said one, two, three. This is no, no, no. unbelievable. Rock, it's paper, rock, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, go. All right. All right. All right. Do you want first or do you want James second? James threw up the rock and I'll I threw up the first. scissors. You're going to go first. Okay. Aiden Griggs. What team does he play for? So you're asking for school of origin? Correct. <laughs> Please phrase it that way. Traverse City West. So you got to be in the form of Please a Please eat a rock. Video <laughs> Jeopardy rules now. <laughs> Aiden Griggs, Traverse City West. we got to do first and last name, correct? Correct. A-I-D-E-N. G-R-I-G-G-S. Correct. On to Brett Summers. I'm nervous about what's coming. <laughs> Eric Hopwood. School of Origin. Onekama. A-R-I-C-H-O-P. You got it. The rest is easy. Why are you helping him? W-O-O-D. Thank you, James. That is <laughs> correct. <laughs> I don't know. Is it a competition, really? All right. It's so hard. I was really tempted to throw a second P in Hopwood. The Eric is the part that's hard. Yeah. Couldn't remember, but I'm glad we're both off to a good start because it can only go downhill. Yes. James, Aaliyah Ross. Ah, Aaliyah Ross. Can I buzz to steal? <laughs> A-L-E-I-Y-A. R-O-S-S. Ding, 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 ding. We are three for three right now. That one I knew. I had to look that one up so many times. And then Benzie I, I Central for anyone who's wondering. Yeah, yeah. School of Origin, Benzie Central there. Uh, Brett, Joanne Ogama. J-O-A-N-O. G. <laughs> Did you forget that that was a letter? Is that what happened there? <laughs> E-M-A-W. Correct. Man, I, come on, guys. I want to use my bell here. If, if we go through this whole thing and I don't get to use my bell, I'm going to challenge accepted. How many names accepted. do you have on that? I, I, have, I have plenty, so that's why He's, we're He said he has 40. I have 40 what? names. This is going to take forever. James, Somebody's going to get one wrong. James, Matthew Stefanski. <laughs> M-A-T-T. H-E-W, because he doesn't go by Matt. Correct. Uh, S-T-E-F-A-N-S-K-I. That is correct. You should have said Y, James. S-K-Y. No, I'm just kidding. Brett, on to you. Preston Squires. P-R-E-A-S-T-O-N-S-Q-U-I-R-E-S. That is correct. School of origin there is Mancelona. Uh, Brett, you're you're gonna be kind of happy that you didn't get this one. Maybe James, uh, we'll see here. Is this is this our first ding? Mallory Meeker. M A L O R I E, M E E K E R. Am I ever gonna be able to use my damn bell? We hope not. <laughs> <sighs> All right, you guys are doing well. Brett, Hope Aspenlighter. Oof, this could be the first first dinger. School of Origin. Traverse City West. Sport of Origin. Golf. golf. Yes. Uh, you know what's great is that our managing editor, Nate Payne, said that this was an awful idea. And so far, I think it's been a lot of fun, despite the fact that I have yet to ding either of you, which sounds weird phrasing. All right, I'll, I'll get the first name out of the way, and if it's wrong, just ding right away. But Hope, H-O-P-E. The last name is a little bit trickier one. Aspen Lighter. Aspen Lighter. I believe that's how it's pronounced. It's not Aspen Leader. 
think it's yeah, I think it's Aspen Lighter. Aspen Lighter. A S P E N. Correct. L I G H T E R. Aspen Lighter is spelled A S P E N L E I T E R. James. Mark, Are you happy now? I, I am. Mark Alexikoff. Okay. M A R K. It's not a it's not a C mark. Correct. Uh A L E K S E Y K O V. Look at this ding, guy ding, ding, going. Man. Brett Griffin Nepoth. Or Griffon Nepoth. Yes. There you go. <laughs> and you can pretty much credit me for that because I always say Griffon. Griffon Nepoth. G R I F F O N N I E P O T H. So that is hand, correct. It's a handy way to remember how to spell that name, too. There's a handy way to spell it? Yeah. Just, well, saying Griffon. Oh, Griffon, yes. Because then you remember it's O N. James Xander Okerlund. Uh, X A N D E R. O-K-E-R-L-U-N-D. James is a man on a mission right now. There is a Xander that spells it with a Z in our area. I can't remember. Or did I just mess up one of your things? No, it's it's fine. <laughs> you actually, uh, that, that name is not, if there is a Xander, that one with a Z, that one's not on here. Okay. Um, Brett, Tyler Inthesone. T-Y-L-E-R-I-N... T H I S O N E. That is correct. Tyler in this one. He's from Kingsley. That's, that's the way I always sent them. James Xavier McKillop. <laughs> that's the one that's. Yes! That's what he, yeah, that's what he thought you were yeah, going for. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I'm X sorry. A V I E R. I'm sorry. Start again? Huh? Start again? It's X A V I E R. Right? Continue. M C K I L L I P. Buzz to steal. <laughs> Xavier is with a Z. So it's Z A V I E R. McKillop is M C capital K I L L I P. Brett. Isn't that what I said? No, you said X. You said X. You said X both Twice. times. Yeah. Yeah. We can go back and play it for you, but. You must have been th- you must have thought yourself around that one on accident because <laughs> you I said an X in his last name. No, you said you said Xavier with an X. Oh, it's a Z. Yeah. Yeah, it is with a Z. Oh, I thought you were supposed to ding us right away then. No, he said at the beginning he will only ding oh, upon completion. Yes. He's a slow digger. <laughs> <laughs> There's the nickname right there, Brendan Slow Dinger Queely. <laughs> Brett Josh Prepajal. Oh, <laughs> Just when I caught up. J O S H. Yep. Uh, you know, I spelled this one last I know week. you did, but I didn't rem- I don't remember it. I know I'm not gonna get it right. So Hey, maybe you will. P R E P I J A H L. I have no idea. Josh was spelled correctly. Prepajal is P-R-E-P-E-J-C-H-A-L. Yeah, not even close. <laughs> James. To be, wait, hold on. Uh, because I never came, I've never come across that name in calls or anything before. I've, that's literally okay, the first time I've ever had to spell it. Where is he from? What is he? Trip City Bulldogs. TC Bulldogs basketball. Uh, okay. Yes. James Raleigh Charpentier or Charpentier. R-O-L-L-I. 
C-H-A-R-P-E-N-T-I-E-R. Very good. Brett. I don't know who that is either. <laughs> Reagan Novotny. Reagan Novotny. I think I'm going to have a harder time with the first name on this one than the last name. Um, but I guess I'll go with R-E-A-G-A-N, Novotny, N-O-V-O-T-N-Y. Reagan is spelled R-A-I-G-A-N, and you got Novotny correct. I would have got that yeah. one wrong, too. Yeah, I'd I don't you think were so gleeful when you got to hit. The, I know, right? I don't. I don't think. I, I don't think I've ever had to write that name either. Really? Well, I've covered Charlotte. No, because when you said R A I, I was like, uh, never, <laughs> never come across that one. James Marley Mierndertsma. Mierndertsma. Marley Marley Mierndertsma. Uh, is is M A R L E Y? No. Well, it's uh, too late. So you might as well keep going. M-I-E-N-D-E-R-T-S-M-A. Well, you got the last name wrong, too. Nope, you got it right. M-I-E-N? Oh, did, I, did he, he say said, M-I? He said M-I-E-N, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Sorry, Marley, you had correct. Mier- Mein Dertzma. Mein Dertzma, thank you. It's M- I, sh- I should... It's M-E-I-N-D-E-R-T-S-M-A. That is correct. <laughs> Well, how, how was Marley spelled? I hate to double back. M A R L E Y. Okay. Brett Trevor Salani. T R E V E R S A L A N I of Manton. Correct. James Caden Hale. K A I D E N H E J L. Correct. Brett Jace Hoogerhide. J-A-Y-C-E-H-O-O-G-E-R-H-Y-D-E. Correct. He's James He's a big Tobin. deal at Central Lake. Yes, he is a big deal at Central Lake, his school of origin. James, you better get this one. Tobin Schwanicky. T-O-B-I-N-S-C-H-W-A-N-N-E-C-K-E. That is correct. Brett Joey Muzlakovich. So I know we have our I know we have our little sewing. I know we all have our little saying on it, but I'm still slightly uncomfortable with this one. But uh, J O E Y, correct? Joey. M U Z. L J. Can you repeat what I've said to this point? <laughs> yes. M U Z L J. <laughs> Brett, Brett is drawing it in the air, just to let you guys know. Yeah, well, let's play by play this one. Yeah. You said I'd said the J already? Correct. Okay. A K O V I C H. That is correct. <laughs> James Brian Kazanowski. B R Y A N. Coming in strong to start. 
K-A-C-Z-A-N-O-W-S-K-I. And he has, James has, he's, he's been studying. I gotta tell you that hey, right now. we're even. We're even. Yes, you are, yeah. All right. I'm just saying, Kazanowski's a tough one. We don't it is, often, I, I wouldn't have gotten we that We don't often come <laughs> along that one. Center getting, for Benzie Central. All right, it's getting tougher here. Cameron Lannon. If anybody's wondering, and if you didn't hear that, Brett just mouthed, who the f*** is that? <laughs> Cam Lannon. Sorry, Cam. I. Wow. Um, just Cam? Cameron. Okay. Crap. Because it's spelled not like Cameron. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Would you like School of Origin? At, well, this yeah, is this is yeah. Team. What's the School of Origin? Team of Origin is the Bay Reps. Yeah, I never covered a Bay Reps game this year. But you never looked at one of the rosters. If I never covered their game, why would I look at their roster? <laughs> well, you never even got like a an email from Federinchik. I did, but I don't think I've ever had to type that on the emails that I took. That was not one of the ones I had to write. He's a goaltender. Oh. Again, sorry, Cameron. Um, K-A-M-R-Y-N. What's the last name? Lannon. L-A-N-N-E-N. You got that, and you weren't too far off. Cameron is spelled K-A-M-E-R-I-N. Well, that wasn't that close. I appreciate you trying to give me some credit there, but it wasn't that close. <clears throat> James, Megan Rystack. Oh, That's a tricky one. That is. She's not even the first rise stack, and we still don't have it down. I know. Uh, it's M E G H A N for the first name. Uh, you hope. I, I hope. R Y Z S T A K. To transpose the. You're good, buddy. I got it? Yep. You okay. did indeed. He did? <laughs> yep. R-Y-Z-S-T-A-K. Oh, shoot. I thought there was a Y in the... Or not a Y. I thought there was an H in the last name. Brett Blake Charbonneau. B-L-A-K-E. Blake. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in the scripts, I don't think that the announcer is... Uh, allowed to talk. Allowed to screw with the contestant, but uh, Charbonneau is C H A R. B-O-N-E-A-U. That is correct. James Emerson Schlegel. Schlegel! E-M-E-R-S-O-N-S-C-H-L-E-G-E-L. Correct. Brett Payson Caballero. Payson. Payson. Payson Caballero. School of Origin? Kingsley. Football. I think I'm going to have to apologize to Payson already, but P-A-Y-S-O-N... Uh, Caballero? Caballero. Back to your Spanish days. C-A-B-A-L-L-E-R-O. That is correct. Thank you. James Elijah Maleko. Another bulldog? Another TC bulldog, that is correct. The first name is the one, well, the last name is not common either, but uh, I think it's E-L-I-J-A-H. M-L-E-K-O. Spell the last name again for me. M-L-E-K-O. That is correct. Brett, Luke Kirchmark. 
L-U-K-E. It's gonna be a dinger. You said that about Payson Caballero and you got that one right. Well, I said I think I'm gonna have to apologize to Payson. This one, I'm not feeling so good. <laughs> Would you like school award? Yeah. Traverse City St. Francis Tennis. Could you use his name in a sentence, please? Three singles player Luke Kirchmark played well in the state finals. God, I, ho- I think he's three singles, right? Or is he doubles? Is he doubles? Is he like four singles, four doubles? He used to be on doubles, but I think he moved up to singles. But I, we're not in tennis season anymore, so I'm <laughs> that, that frame of mind. K-R-Z-C-M-A-R-I-K. I don't know. Luke, you got right. Kirchmark. K-R-C-M-A-R-I-K. There's no Z? There is no Z. James, Ethan Vanderost. E-T-H-A-N-V-A-N-D-E-R, capital R-O-E-S-T. Wow. Brett Lindsay Boyajan. I was really kind of hoping that one wasn't going to come my way, even though I spelled it in the last couple of days. (laughs) (sighs) And you have your own way to pronounce it, so that you can spell it. L-I-N-D-S-E-Y. B-O-Y-A-J-I-A-N. That is correct. James Rachel Musinski. R-A-C-H-E-L. M-U-S-Z-Y-N-S-K-I. It's very impressive. Uh, And, Brett, I'm sorry to do this to you again. Another Bay Reps player, Vika Lipsonen. You, James, you seriously, you lucked out going first. I know, I know this one. (laughs) Yeah, this is, again, another name that I've never even typed out on a computer. So, V-I-K-A-L-I-P-S-A-N-E-N. That is correct, but you got Vika wrong. What what is it? Vika is (laughs) (laughs) V-E-I-K-K-A. Wow. exchange student from Finland. James Tristan Safransky. You keep saying that, but every time you lean back and then you come to the mic and you're like, you you nail it. T-R-I-S-T-A-N-Z-R-A-F-A-N-S-K-I. You know what's hurting me here? Oh, are you going to ding? That's what I asked him Tristan Safransky is spelled Tristan. You got that correct. Safransky is S-Z-A-F. R-A-N-S-K-I. What's hurting me here is the fact that when you guys take calls, you write it down by hand on paper, and I just type it on the computer. I guess that, yeah, that might be part of it. Listen, you're only, you're only back one. You're only down one right now. So, Well, I was down two, so I guess there can't be that many names left. We are list. here. We are in the championship round. Five words left. So each miss counts as two? No. Oh. <laughs> Brett. <laughs> Miguans Barrientos. M. I. I. G. W. A. A. N. H. S. Barrientos. B. A. R. R. I. 
E N T O Z. That is correct. Now, James, I'm sure that you have practiced this one because you, you must have Mackenzie Simchak, School of Origin. Shimshack. Shimshack? Shimshack. Mackenzie Shimshack. I'll probably mess up the first name. <laughs> there's only like 40. No ways offense to, to anybody that out there named Mackenzie, but there's like 800 <clears throat> ways to spell your name. But your parents really need to, let's just decide on one spelling. Yeah. So I'm just gonna gu- I'm just gonna guess at a spelling of Mackenzie and just say M A C K E N Z I E. Shimshack is S Z C Z C H A K. Isn't that one ridiculous? For the rest of your life, you that one is going to haunt you in your dreams. Can I have a crack at it? You absolutely can. Well, for did did he have Mackenzie right? He did not. Oh, okay. I'll go I for get the, the whole last thing. name and not the first name. No, you didn't get either. <laughs> <laughs> that that is known as shitting the bed on that one. M a M a k e n z i e. Nope. Nope. All right. Well, Shimshack is S Z Y M C H A C K. That is correct. But Mackenzie is spelled M C capital K E N Z I E. All right. Now this is the brother of Garrett Shenanaquit. <clears throat> Gavin Shenaniquit. Crud. G A V E N S H A N A N A Q U E T. Got the last name right, but I apologize. Gavin is spelled G A V Y N. I knew it was different. Just didn't know <laughs> what kind of different. <laughs> All right, so tallying this up right now, Brett has gotten one, two, three, four, five, six names wrong. James, one, two, three, four. You have a two. Well, then, you, then, you, then you lied to me that I was only down one entering the championship round. And then you just spelled one incorrectly. Right, but you just so said bad. it was six to four. <clears throat> so You were down one. Right. And now you're down two after spelling a name incorrectly. Oh, did I, did I go first? Yes. Oh. Okay. James, if you spell this correctly, you are the champion of the inaugural... What do I get? Uh, respect from everybody in the office. <laughs> we should have had a prize. I have a $100... Do you like wine? I've got a $100 gift card. I think to, I've gotten one of those in the mail, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a... You got it in the mail. <laughs> Everyone's out there like, yeah, Brendan, we all get free rentals to family video and wine gift cards in the mail. All right. Okay. <laughs> Emily Chamazuski. Tomaszewski. Nope. No. Chamazuski. Oh, Charlevoix. Oh. Can I do it like how the St. Francis announcer did it? I, I, I guess. I don't know what that means. <laughs> he would not even bother to try to pronounce the last name. He would just say the last name as Cham. <laughs> <laughs> just leave it off there. Uh... E-M-I-L-Y C-H-O-M Pronounce it again? Chamasuski I-S-E-W-S-K-I Haha, I live to spell another day Actually, it's It's already over, it's 6-5 He's gonna win Can't we tie? 
No, because it's still, he's, you've gotten six wrong, he's only gotten five wrong, this right. is the last word, this is the last name. Oh. Sorry. But at least it well, was close. See, then I feel like you did lie to me, because if I was only down one entering the championship, and I've only spelled one wrong, maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. I think about. they just had the math wrong. It's yeah. possible. I, I I was told there would be no this math. Spelling bee, not a math. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll go ahead and finish things out. Brett... Kevin Samchanavong. Samchanmavong. Samchanmavong. School of Origin. <laughs> Trevor City Central. Football. A team you cover. That's true. Can I see the name? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. Try your best to say that again. Kevin? Samchanavong. Nope. Samchanmavong. Kevin Samchanmavong. If you can't even say it, I gotta be able to at least try to write this one down. Fine, I'll give Kevin, you this. Since, you've, I, uh, since uh, you've uh, already uh, lost. Uh, let me pronounce it. I can. Samchanmavong. That's what I said. Samchanmavong. Well, I got Kevin, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be the longest episode ever. S A M. Say it again. <laughs> Samchanmavong. C-H-A-N. Say it again. Samchanmavong. <laughs> M-A-V-O-N-G. That is correct, but you said S-A-M, and it's S-O-M. Oh. Final tally. Okay, we, now we have some for you. What? Right? <laughs> well, right. James does. I was in on it. I was in on it, but I... Let's do this. All right. But what was the final tally? James had five incorrect, and you had seven. Okay. Some of these, a bunch of these were already, have been, already been done, so okay. there's going to be a short list. All right. Uh, Dale Pitawanaquat. Oh, <laughs> Dale. How did he not make yard Pitawanaquat. All right. Dale, D-A-L-E, Pitawanaquat, P-I-T-A. W A N A Q U E T. K W A T at the end. You want to just do one other one? We'll just you, Brett. Want, okay, you get to do it. All right, go ahead and ding, Brett. Do it. Yes. Okay. I can't we'll ding do, myself. We'll just do one other I mean. one. <laughs> we'll just do one other one. Christoph Oliwa. Christoph Oliwa. Okay, so Christoph is K R Y Z T O F. Oliwa is O L. E I W A. You know what? That guy. I don't even care. <laughs> Christoph is K R Z Y S Z T O F, and all he was O L I W A. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. Hold all on. right. Hold on. I, I want to just look at James' list again and see if there's Most anything else I wanted to throw your way. See, this is why. I was the moderator. Didn't you tell me that Sam Chung Vong was spelled S A M? Or no, I mean S O M? James has it written on here as S A M. No, it's S O M. That's an O. Oh, that looks like a tail. No. <laughs> Does just, it not look like a tail? I, just, I, just look at it. Throw some other one. No, I <laughs> Alright. Um, I gotta get one right before we end this. Caleb Myers. Caleb Myers. 
K-Z-F-O-L-U-G. <laughs> Come on, Brendan. I'll even let you restart this time. <laughs> Caleb uh, K-A-L-E-B. Oh, and his last name? Myers. M-E-I-E-R-S. Me. Caleb is C-A-H-L-O-B. Myers, M-Y-E-R-S. Ah, yes, Chalob. I forgot Chalob. Good old Chalob. Oh, boy. Uh, I'm trying just, to see just here give if me I can Henry get... Goldcool. I'm going to see if I can... It is on there. Yeah, Henry so I'm not going to give him there. Henry Goldcool. <laughs> Go ahead and spell it Henry Goldcool. Um, Henry, H-E-N-R-Y, Goldcool, G-O-L-D-K-U-H-L-E. Correct. I knew that one. I've spelt that one before. Spelt? Spelled? <clears throat> Peyton Clump. Peyton Clump. P-E-Y-T-O-N-K-L-U-M-P-P. Would you like the honors, James? <laughs> <laughs> You're one for five. P- shooting, shooting 20%. P-A-Y-T-O-N-K-L-U-M-P-P. Well, I got, I got Clump right. You got Clump right. That is the hard... I, I thought that was what was going to be there. All right, I got I got one more to throw your way off this list. All right, um, <laughs> Ethan Zirup. Ethan Zirup. E T H A N Zirup. Z Y R U P. Come on! <laughs> Ethan. I thought that was right. <laughs> Ethan is E T H Y N. I'm gonna no. punch his mom in the face. No, it was E T H A N Z E E R Y P. That motherfucker. <laughs> I'm so glad you did this, James. <laughs> wait, wait, is that is that four or five wrong already? That's no. five. That's I'm, five. I'm, I'm, you, I'm, six. I, you, you've spelled six names and six. already have as many misses as James had on your entire list. <laughs> All right, there, there's one more I can throw at you here. I think. Oh boy. Oh, Alex. Or did did we do this name already? Yes. Oh, we did. Yeah. Okay. So then, yeah, the last name on the list to at least let you perhaps end on a strong note. <clears throat> on a low note. Alex Theophilus. Alex Theophilus. Alex Theophilus. E L O C K S. Elox, right? <laughs> Come on, try again. Try. Try. Alex. A L E X. Theophilus. T H I O P H. O-L-U-S. <laughs> I wish there was one more name on this list and he'd have as many misses as I did. Alex is A-L-E-X. But nobody... Oh, you're right. We didn't do that one. But A-L-E-X. He's not even going to know that one. Theophilus is T-H-E-O-P-H-I-L-U-S. Hey, you know what? I should be embarrassed, but I am not. Okay. And the last one, Pearson Chichapansky. <laughs> <laughs> is that anywhere close, James? <laughs> I think it's just Japansky. Pearson is P I E R. But it's spelled more like how he says. Shishapansky? <laughs> Shh. Pansky's. Uh, sadly, you're going to have to edit that part out. Why? Because that's not nice. That's to not the poor bullying. guide. 
to the poor guy. Shishapansky, uh, S-C-Z-E-P-A-N-S-K-I-E. Oh, this is so fun! Oh, yeah. Read it as many misses as I did in eight words. <laughs> or eight names. Okay, Pearson is P-I-E-R-S-O-N. I got that right. And I apologize, Pearson, if it's not Shishapansky. But it's S H Z. No, I'm sorry. I, I can't read it. I can't. I can't read it off the paper. It's S Z C Z E P A N S K I. Great, great, wonderful stuff here, guys. I gotta tell you, this actually was a lot of fun, and I I really appreciated uh, getting my ass kicked there at the end. I, I did deserve it since I was here on my high horse. I'll give you, James, I'll give you one. You should be all right. Good. You're really going to let him end on a high note? Come on. Megan Sharpenberg. Megan Sharpenberg. M-E-G-H-A-N. Sharpenberg. S-C-H-A-R-P-E-N-B-E-R-G. Correct. Yes. That was... I I knew that one because I've nominated for Athlete of the Week before. (laughs) Two for nine. (laughs) Two for... for, Just call me Brendan Two for Nine Queely. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> slow dinger <laughs> Slow dinger Brendan two for nine slow dinger Queely I will Doesn't tr- quite roll off the tongue <laughs> <laughs> As much as Jimmy James and Barry Arturo Well I hope all of you Audible viewers out there listened uh, Or uh, enjoyed this uh, I know that I did I did really enjoy the end there I really enjoyed being terrible at that Because if there's one thing All that the credit I'd... in the world goes to James Because I was just going to roll with this And then he texted me this afternoon He's like I'm bringing a list <laughs> <laughs> Brendan is going down Well congratulations James Our champion A lot, a lot of them on the list were ones that you already used So that I already we used. Overlap, yeah. We overlap quite a bit. Yes. Well, again, congratulations, James. You are the inaugural champion of the Get Around Athlete Names Spelling Bee. Well, we've got some athletes here for the Get Around Hall of Fame. Hopefully, we can spell their names correctly. We'll see if that is the case. So up this week for the Get Around Hall of Fame. Brett, why don't you go ahead and start us off? It seems like I always throw to you first. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, nominate Glenn Lake's Caitlin Schaub. Um, Not going to go with uh, Okerlund or Hazelton, eh? Or even the combo of the two? They're going to have a shot moving forward here. The girls' season is over, so with the exception of a possible um, retroactive. retroactive induction, um, I'm going to stick with the girls here. Um, obviously... Uh, not the end to the season that Glenn Lake was hoping for, but it was still a fantastic run for the Lakers. And uh, that quarterfinal game against St. Ignis would not have been a Lakers win if not for Caitlin Schaub, uh, who, you know, her teammates, uh, her coach, herself, they, they all call, uh, called herself the beast after that game, that, that she was able to uh, channel that energy. And uh, she had to play a lot more minutes than she's used to. And she excelled. She scored 20 points uh, in that four-point win over the Saints, including uh, 11 in the third quarter, highlighted by three three-point plays in one quarter, which was pretty spectacular. She uh, she truly carried Glenn Lake on her back uh, through a, what was otherwise a tough stretch for the Lakers, who seemingly had every 
other person on the roster stuck to the bench with foul trouble. So on that team on Glen Lake, you've got <clears throat> Frenchie, Pepper, and the Beast. Sounds like a, uh, a fun a, a band name. Uh-huh. Frenchie, Pepper, and the Beast? Frenchie, Pepper, and the Beast. James, your nomination for Athlete of the Week. Mason Gardner from Boyne City. M-A-S-O-N. <laughs> uh... But uh, yeah, he had he had uh, like double digits in the teens in both of their games in the in the yeah both of their regional games to get them their first Class B regional championship in uh, program history there for the boys basketball team. Um, you know he's just he's had a pretty good pretty good pretty consistent season all year. He's just one of those guys that like, he puts up fifteen like every game. Um, and he had a he had a nice uh, throwdown a couple weeks ago too that. Uh, Boyne City posted on their video on their Well, it's Twitter not handle. athlete of a couple of weeks ago. It's athlete of the week. I'm just going to go ahead and point that out. <laughs> That's fine. All right, my nominee for athlete of the week, I am going to go with Joey Weber, who is already in for soccer, but he put he had himself a, a great game and really carried Buckley on his back, scoring 26 points, and like I said, they had him for six rebounds, but he definitely had more than that. So let's go ahead and put this to a vote. Who are we going to put in this week as our Athlete of the Week? I'm going to go with my candidate, uh, Caitlin Schaub. They uh, are the one team mentioned here who made the trip to the semifinals already, and uh, you know, they would not have done so without her, so I'm going to I'm going to stick with my candidate in this case. Yeah, I'll go with Schaub, too. I mean, Joey had a great game as well, but you know he's already got it for soccer, so he's already kind of in. So, figure we'll... Spread the love. Three and oh, Caitlin Schaub, congratulations. You are the latest inductee into the Get Around Hall of Fame as our Athlete of the Week. Let's go ahead and finish up. Let's wrap this episode up, this marathon episode of the Get Around podcast. This will be a, a pleasure for me to edit a little bit later with round three of Sports Movie Madness. We're moving into round four. Matchups that we had, remember the Titans versus Rocky. None of these were close. I'm going to say that right now, and I'm really surprised. 79 to 35 for Remember the Titans. Titans moving on. Friday Night Lights also moving on. 84 to 55 against 42. Rookie of the Year is the UMBC of our of our bracket here. 58 to 42 over Slapshot, a slap in the face to James right there. And Does Rookie of the Year have as good of a Twitter handle? Rookie of the Year has a, a Twitter handle. Slapshot have, has a they, Twitter handle. Do they have a, as good of a Twitter account as uh, UMBC? No, probably not. I would I would think not. I doubt that Rookie of the Year even has a Twitter account. But they won 58 okay. to 42. So Rookie of the Year as a 16 seed, moving on to the Elite Eight. The Sandlot versus the Blind Side. This one was closer than I expected. I really expected the Sandlot to run away with this one, but a lot of votes in this one. 84 to 61 in favor of the Sandlot. They are moving on. On the other side of the bracket, Hoosiers whooped up on Daniel LaRusso at 94 to 27. In what I considered to be uh, what I thought would be a very close matchup, was not at all. Happy Gilmore, 87 to 40 over Major League. Then you have the rookie. Beating up on Jake LaMotta, 62-24, to 24, so you got the rookie moving on. And then Miracle continues its run, 71-55 to 55 over Rudy. So in our Elite Eight, remember the Titans versus Friday Night Lights, uh, one high school football movie versus the other. I do expect, remember the Titans, to move on. But Friday Night Lights has uh, had a Cinderella run. I would say. Rookie of the Year taking on the Sandlot, so we're going to have a baseball movie there, either uh, 
Henry Rowan Gardner or Benny the Jet Rodriguez. Hoosiers versus Happy Gilmore in the battle of the sports movies that begin with the letter H. I'm really stretching here, guys. <laughs> not, not, not too much really, in common there. Really, really stretching there. Yeah, not too much in common there. You got yourself a drama versus a comedy. What do you guys think there, Hoosiers or Happy Gilmore? I kind of feel like Happy Gilmore is going to win that one. Yeah, our, our but Hoosiers was our, our leading vote-getter with, with 94 in that last round. Happy Gilmore second with 87. Uh, and then The Rookie versus Miracle, a battle of Disney movies. So I expect, actually, you're going to have at least two Disney movies there in the final four, uh, or at least I would think so. I think Remember the Titans is going to move on, and then either The Rookie or Miracle, both Disney movies there. But uh, if you'd like, vote on surveymonkey.com backslash r backslash the get around four. The numeral four there. Again, surveymonkey.com backslash r backslash the get around four. And then follow our voting polls on Twitter, which seem to be getting the most traction, which is nice. We'll be putting up these four a couple of times throughout the week. I'll expect Brett and James to also tweet those from their personal accounts. I will tweet them from my personal account. So follow us at TCRE Sports on Twitter. Follow Brett at BA Sports Writer. Follow James at JamesCook14. And follow myself at Brendan Queeley. That was a mouthful. I continue to talk there for quite a while and kind of run those down as, like I said, we've we've had quite the, the lengthy episode here. I would uh, like to thank both Jimmy James and Barry Arturo for being here in the studio and uh, especially James here on your day off. I appreciate that. Thank you to our listeners, our audible viewers for once again tuning into the Get Around podcast. Make sure that you come back next week when we will have boys championship basketball recaps as well as round four results and round five matchups that will be our final four matchups of sports movie madness again thank you so much for listening this has been the get around podcast i have been your host brendan queely and again jimmy james barry oturo signing off once again